tuned in to another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me today. For those of you who are coming back, welcome back. Welcome back to the tribe. For those of you who are new, welcome. No matter where this may find you all around the world, we are a global tribe of charmers from Europe to the continent of Africa to United States of America, Canada, Central America, and the Caribbean as well. And you're so welcome here. Miss Charm School Podcast is for modern boss babes looking to re-engage their feminine energy, their sensuality, and their spirituality. And Miss Charm School Podcast could also be described as a space for women who are in transition from their womanhood into their queendom. What I mean by that is when you're in your womanhood season, it's really all about you, sis. Your decisions don't impact others, just yourself. When you get elevated and promoted to queendom, which I believe comes by God, promotion comes by God, when you're in your queendom, your decisions no longer only impact yourself, they impact nations of people, groups of people. When you're in a queen, when you are a queen, you are a compliment to a king, or you can be a queen all by yourself. And that usually means there are subjects, servants, people in your inner court and council. You have handmaidens, all of those things. And you have subjects in the city that are looking for your leadership, your direction, your grace, your kindness, your meals, your provision, your health care, all of the things. And so I say all that to say that queendom can manifest in many different forms in today's modern world. It could mean you being a nurse or a caretaker for a loved one power of attorney for a loved one it could manifest in being a mother or wife it could manifest in starting a business hiring a staff or being promoted in your corporate job where there are people that work under you that are looking to you for leadership and you just want to be an excellent queen yes that's why you're here you want to be an excellent queen one that is engaged in her feminine energy because she realized that's her power that's her softness that's her strength one that's engaged in her spirituality because she understands that in and of herself she can do no thing, but that it's through the higher power through her that everything is actually possible. And you want to be a queen who is sensuous, a woman who's in touch with her senses, with feeling, with her sexual energy and power, and all of the above. So welcome, 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 welcome. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about faith. I've done an episode before on faith, and I called it Faith Decoded. And it's a powerful episode, and there's been many episodes I've done when I first started where I really kind of go in on some stuff. And I want to encourage you to go back to the very beginning and listen to a couple of those episodes and you'll get exactly what I mean. But in today's episode, I really want to touch on the aspect of uprooting negative belief systems. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's what the holy text tells us. And it goes on to say that everything that was created before our eyeballs was created from the unseen world. And the best way I can explain this is like a pencil or a pen was first a thought in someone's brain because you are made in the image of the creator. And so like a pen or a pencil was a thought in someone's brain. It was a metaphysical energetic vibration. 
And then someone took it from a thought, an energetic vibration, and meditated on it, thought about it, maybe even had a visual, wrote it down. They had to transfer it from the invisible world into the physical world. And then they began to work at it, perfect it, make it better until the pencil as we know it came to be and the pen as we know it came to be. And so that's sort of how faith is. Faith is something that you can see, but in similar, you have to act on it. There's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. So you can't just stop at the metaphysical, invisible thing that you're hoping for. Like you have to transfer it, put it on, put it on paper, mani- um, meditate on it, come up with a vision for it, go try it out in the marketplace, okay, get some testing, retry it again, okay, control, alt, delete this part, redo this part, like, you know, the testing of it, but keep going until the thing that you hoped for, the thing that you had faith for is before you. And oftentimes we can have a negative perspective. And as I share this, I'm sharing it to myself. We can have negative belief systems. We can have hope in things that aren't serving us. And we can be meditating on those things, writing those things out, creating visualizations about those things, and then going out in the marketplace and manifesting those things, trial, error, add some more stuff that don't work to it. So the same could be said. Faith is not described as good or bad. It's just described as faith. And so in this week's episode, I really want to talk to you about negative belief systems because you can be thinking things that aren't serving you. And while we know that, sometimes we can be pretty complacent with uprooting those things and replacing them. And I really want to stress to you and to myself how important it is to replace negative belief systems, to uproot negative belief systems, to get around people that help you see blind spots of patterns that you may have. For example, when it comes to relationships, you may have a bad habit of a bad pattern of attracting toxic partners or people that you feel like are immature or people that you feel like are users or people that are cheaters or whatever. And you could subconsciously be having a faith. In some people would say, I'm, what I'm hearing is faith in reverse, which is fear. You could be holding so strongly to something energetically in the metaphysical and in the invisible world that's negative And you can be meditating on that, rehearsing that. It's in your conversation. It's in your language. Now you're declaring it out of your mouth. And when you go out in the marketplace, you just keep manifesting pencils. You keep manifesting the thing that you've been meditating on. You keep manifesting that experience over and over and over again. And when that happens, it simply just is a sign to you that there's a belief system going on that's not serving you that you're having faith in like imagine a car in reverse like faith is just neutral and you can either do drive and move forward or you can do reverse and go backwards like right now faith is going backwards when you're in a negative belief system pattern and so I want to encourage you to reflect on your life and reflect on your relationships reflect on money reflect on love, romantic relationships, relationships with parents, 
Um, reflect on job, uh, your bosses, if you feel like you've been underpaid for a really long time. And I want you to sit and ask yourself, like, what do I really believe? Like, you may believe that money's hard to earn. You may believe that no matter what you do, people are they don't value you, that you're always overworking and overproducing and over showing value when people are just treating it so casually, like they don't care or they're ignoring it. That's something that recently came up for me. I realized that I have felt in most of my employment situations that even when I was, um, like working for myself, I have felt like I was always overworking, overproducing. And while I knew that my clients were happy or I knew that my bosses, managers, whatever were happy, I also felt undervalued. It was like, I'm producing all this work for you and you don't feel the need to compensate me equivalently. And I would go on the hamster wheel of like, well, I'll just produce more. I'll be even more perfect. I'll, I'll work even harder. And it was just like, woo, thank you. There was no like reflection about increased compensation. And so I had to ask myself, like, why is that? Why is that? And I realized that I had a negative belief system. I had a faith in the negative where I believed that you had to work hard. You had to prove yourself to people that you had to be better than better, better than good. And that was the only way to get rewarded. And on top of it, that you could only be rewarded by someone else seeing your hard work or someone else valuing your hard work. And I really believe that just comes from a slavery mentality. Like, I don't even, I don't even really think that it's something that like happened to me as a child. I really think that's something inherent almost in the DNA of you have to work hard and when you work hard it's still not going to be enough but you still have to work hard because not working hard and slacking off means putting yourself in jeopardy for what you do have risking losing what you do have and I just think that's a slave mentality and so I had to sit one day and really be like what is that about like I don't want to go on in that energy I don't want to go on holding that energy in my subconscious and then continuously manifesting those real life experiences in my everyday life. I want to learn something new. I want to be new. I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I want to have faith in the driver's seat. I want to have faith in drive and I want to move forward. And so now a question that I ask myself are is what are the possibilities Instead of seeing limitations, instead of seeing not good enough, instead of seeing overworking, instead of seeing all of that, I now ask myself, what are the possibilities? Things don't have to just be one way, right? Right or wrong, black or white. The only thing that is one way is the law of liberty, which is the king's law, which is God's law. That's the only thing that's really truth. And that's the only thing that really brings life. So as long as I'm in alignment with that, cool. But when you're in alignment with that, it doesn't mean that there's only like um, there's just possibilities. And I think sometimes when we're talking about God, we make God seem so um, restricting and limiting and 
there's only like one way, like you get saved and everybody needs to be a preacher. Everybody doesn't need to be a preacher. God doesn't need everybody to get saved to be a preacher. Look at the earth that God created. The earth is diverse. Some are fish. Some live in water. Some are on water and in, in land. Some are in the sky. Some, you know, there's flowers everywhere, plants everywhere, all different types of trees. There's no one kind of anything. One, there's no one kind of bird. There's no one kind of tree. There's no one kind of um, ocean. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's diversity and there's many possibilities. There's many possibilities. There's some things that are law. Like the whole earth is not an ocean. There's some things like this is land, this is sea, like, okay. But then within that, there's so many possibilities. And I'll tell you about a sermon I heard a couple years ago by Michael Todd. And I normally don't listen to him, but one day I was led to a sermon that he preached. And in that message, he talked about freedom within boundaries, that we often view God and God's law as like boundaries and restrictions and, okay, I got to stay within this box. But he was like, God showed me that there's freedom within the boundary. Like some of you may have been sent to a city or you're on a you're on a particular assignment, starting a business or having a job or in a marriage or have a friendship, right? And you may be assigned to that in this season. And it may feel like a box. It may feel restrictive. But there's actually more possibilities than you've paid attention to within the arena of that space. And sometimes we don't allow God that freedom like sometimes we don't allow there's been times where I've prayed and I've asked God like God what do you want me to do and I literally will hear back like freedom there's freedom do what you want and it's like what are you sure like you I don't need to make this step over here the perfect right step and God's like I'm with you do your thing sis like you're not in violation of any of the laws so live life enjoy yourself and a lot of us haven't really been taught that if for those of you who understand like church culture at all, a lot of people haven't been taught that a lot of, a lot of um, institutions of faith don't stress that, but there is freedom in boundary. And if you are living a life where you are having lived experiences that you don't want, especially lived experiences that you don't want that repeat themselves, then it is the nudge, the sweetest nudge for you to lean into the negative thoughts that are on autopilot, the faith in reverse. So I just want to encourage you to consider those things. Think about those things. And I want to encourage you to up-level your awareness and your consciousness on yourself. I want you to take back the power. Instead of giving your power away to whoever, and by that, the examples that I'm going to use are 
calling someone, they don't call you back. And then you allow that to take you out of a state of joy. Feeling that people that you work with don't value you or are trying to take advantage, anybody's trying to take advantage of you or I want to encourage you like to really not allow your joy center to be robbed by the circumstances beyond your control or by people. There's so much in today's culture around protecting your peace and we can often like cut people off in the name of protecting our peace. But real peace is not moved by other people because it's dwelling in your body. And when you are vibrating at a high level of joy and a high level of love, then those situations repel off of you. It's like water off a duck's back. It's like oil and water. They can't mix. Even if someone's being mean and nasty to you, if you're in a state of joy, you're going to naturally repel them because they have made a decision to stay in an ugly place. And your energy is literally going to be contradicting theirs. And either one of you, either they're going to have to move to joy if you decide to be fixed in the state of joy and peace. Either they're going to have to up level to your state or it's going to be like a magnet where the two sides match. They're going to literally energetically push away from each other. And that may manifest with friendships, that may manifest with family, that may manifest in love relationships. And so don't feel any kind of way. People come, people go, people choose to be funky, then they choose to not be funky. You be consistent. You maintain joy. You maintain peace. You choose it in every second and every moment of every day. You choose to have faith in the drive position and move forward. And not throwing hate or shade to anyone or anything, but just like really on some yogi stuff, like I'm happy, I'm good, life is good. Yeah, so I wanna encourage you Stop giving your power away. Stop giving your power away to other people. You are powerful. And you're more powerful than that. Don't allow yourself to be swayed by the circumstances of this life or people in this life. Circumstances change. People change. It's funny because there's a saying that, like, you can't change a person. People don't change. But in actuality, that's a lie because people do change. They do. (laughs) You're living proof that they do. Why we go around saying that, I don't know. Yeah, Charmers, that's all I got for you guys today. I hope that that blessed your soul, nourished your soul. I hope that you felt watered. I hope that you felt seen. I know some of you are like, "Mm, that's the message I needed to hear today. I can feel it already. If you haven't yet, go ahead and listen to um, the episode on sex transmutation. It's pretty powerful for men and women. 
for the ladies that listen to that episode, I hope that you are engaging in bringing your sensual sexual energy more present in different areas of your life and multiple aspects of your life. And for men, I hope that you are transmuting that sexual energy into productivity, into business, into business ventures, into money, into opportunities. And women, I just want to continue to encourage you to be in your feminine energy, be radiant, be magnetic, be an inspiration to the world because you are. Yeah, you are. I love you, Charmers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.